Welcome to the Money School Podcast for February 4th, 2021. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Thursday. I hope you're having a great week. Jeff Bezos has moved to executive chairman for Amazon, leaving his CEO role. They just reported earnings. This entire episode is going to be dedicated to Amazon. It's going to be a quicker one, but wanted to share my thoughts on Andy Jassy, the new CEO, AWS, where the company's going, and uh, just my thoughts on the company overall. Like I said, I hope you're having a great week. Here we go. Amazon reported earnings yesterday, and outside of awesome financial numbers, the big headline was that Jeff Bezos is stepping down as CEO, going to executive chairman, and the new CEO of Amazon is going to be the previous CEO of their web services division, AWS, and his name is Andy Jassy. So I wanted to break all of that stuff down and get into everything. I want to start with the financials first, how the health of the company, what's going on there, how everything is growing, and then we'll get into the people part of things. So starting with the numbers, quarter four was awesome. So Amazon generally will create between 25 and $30 billion of free cash every three months. So about $10 billion a month. Quarter four was $31 billion, and that's up 20% year over year for fourth quarter. So to be up that many basis points in just free cash is awesome. Um, if you look at the free cash, less all of their financial obligations and lease payments and property, that number is actually up 72% year over year. So free cash went up and their expenses and a lot of their obligations went down. So they're just becoming more profitable and the sales continue to grow. The sales alone for last quarter was $126 billion. So, I mean, $126 billion in sales, that's up 44% over the last year. And that brought all of 2020 to $386 billion. There's 365 days in the year, and they did $386 billion in sales. That's up 38%. So they do more than a billion dollars every single day in net sales, and they're becoming more profitable. Taking a quick look at where their sales are and just how the company drives its revenue, 60% of Amazon is North America. About 27% is international. The other 12% is Amazon Web Web Services. So of all the money that comes in, about two-thirds of it, a little less than two-thirds is North of America. A third of it is international. On the the margins in the middle, there is AWS, kind of their global product uh, or global digital product. What I think is going to happen and where the growth of Amazon will be is the share of their revenues coming from North North America will decline and their international revenue will probably on an absolute basis, increase, but as a relative basis to AWS will shrink. I think AWS will ultimately be probably 15 to 20% of the company's revenues. If you look at the margin on that and the profitability as AWS becomes more of the company, the company becomes more profitable. There's just more money to be made in cloud services than there are in selling, you know, grocery staples with two-hour delivery. If you look at where a lot of their investment has come, their CapEx, and they've invested a lot in the company, but not at the same rate that their revenues have exploded. So profit-wise, the bottom line, the top line is revenue, money coming in. Then it flows through the machine, all the expenses and debts come out, and then you're left with net income. From the $386 billion in sales, 
that came in. 7.2 billion is pure profit. That's up 121% year over year. For just the quarter was $7 billion. So we're seeing quarter one go from 3 billion to 5 billion to 6 billion to quarter four at 7 billion. So the company is producing just an enormous amount of net income that's growing at a continued rate. And from a growth perspective and evaluation perspective, if you're a long Amazon, you want AWS to continue to be a bigger share of what the company does and invests in. The net sales are up 28% year over year in quarter four, and that operating income is up almost 40%. So the sales and operating income are growing at 30 and 40% respectively. That's the segment that you want to go all in on. Um, as the company uh, you know, matures and pivots into a different trajectory, a lot of their North American sales are mature. All of the Amazon, at this point at 2021, after the, the pandemic and everything, if you're not an Amazon Prime member, you're probably not going to be one at this point. It's just saturated. Their growth is going to be international and it will be online. As far as the business goes and the financials, I think everything is looking great, going really smooth, kind of going to plan or maybe a little ahead of plan. The people part of what's happening is really the catalyst to the upside here because it's not, I I don't think that they're non-correlated events. I think that there's a lot going on behind the scenes that is kind of weighing on Amazon um, towards the upside. And I think that it opens up a lot of opportunity for some fresh blood and for some new faces that are going to be able to speak their voices to new power players that have been there the whole time. So it's going to be a good mix of having new energy, reporting to people that have been there for a long time that are trusted, that really know the ins and outs of the space. I mean, you can listen to Amazon reInvent and the keynote with Andy Jassy last year. He's just a brilliant guy. He's really smart. And all of the different vendors and and huge companies that work with AWS, they all really like the guy. So I think it's going to be easy for them to engage with them and to have, you know, hopefully some new energy bubble up and to keep pushing the needle a bit faster than it was. Um, About the behind the scenes stuff and Jeff, a little bit flagrant on my thoughts on Jeff and whatever, but it's how I feel. So I think the driving point of all of this is twofold. One, he doesn't want to be dragged in front of Congress and be, you know, subject to testifying because the last time he did it, it was a nightmare. And two, I don't think he likes the fact that Elon has become not only the richest person, but the most respected business person. So if you go back to 1995, Jeff Bezos and Mackenzie Bezos, they create Amazon. And over the next 15 years, they struggle to make it survive and to grow and ultimately explode and thrive. And then the next 10 years, you see it become the most valuable company on planet Earth. That and Apple, one, two. So he's gone from this dork nerd who's loyal to his wife to now dressing like a superhero, trying to look cool, divorcing his wife, hooking up with this new chick, which, I mean, whatever, her brother is the one who leaked a lot of the dick pic stuff to Donald Trump and the Inquirer and all that shit. So, like, I mean, if she's not a hoe, she has some hoe tendencies. No disrespect. But, I mean, you left your wife after 30 years to hook up with this chick. You've changed your image. You've left your company. The company's become stagnant. It's no longer growing. 
and now you have to testify in front of Congress. I think he looks at that and say, says, you know, fuck all that noise. I think he literally looks at it like this isn't worth it anymore. And I've contributed what I've contributed. And now I'm going to move on into a chairman role where he didn't sell all of his stock. He still owns 20% of the company and controls the board of directors, which is actually a, a head of the, the CEO. You're chairman of the board and the board hires and appoints the CEO. So as long as he's the executive chairman of the board, he still controls the company. He's no longer the public face. And the person that gets in his role is energized and motivated and has been with him the entire time and has actually built the 10% of the company that counts for 50% of its revenues. So the AWS cloud and what's happening there, that's Andy Jassy's, that's his baby. That's what he's built. He's super well-respected in that world. And he has way more clout and technical knowledge than Jeff Bezos does. So as the company pivots towards just being immersed in AWS, Andy Jassy is the right guy at the right time. This is a net benefit for Amazon, a huge net benefit of getting the CEO founder that was stagnant, getting him out of there. You can't tell me he wasn't stagnant because he's the same type of stagnant that Tim Cook is. Alexa and Siri are garbage. If they cared about product, they would be going crazy on those fronts, but they don't. And it's time for new people at both of those companies to bring in ideas. They're not going to be outsiders. They're going to be legacy insiders. And I think what they've done is Andy Jassy is a guy that they love inside the company. He's now the CEO. They're going to announce him as CEO. And the first thing they're going to do is announce a stock split. And it's not going to be a small stock split because it doesn't make sense for them to split the stock to $500. They're going to go 30 to 1, 40 to 1 and get this stock down to $100 a share. And it's going to explode. And they've saved that for when Jeff steps down. So the only people that think that this is a negative long term for Amazon, not to be condescending, but are amateur business people. The people that have been around the block and the people that know Andy in particular and that know the company, they're all on board with this being a great move. I think this is a turning point for the company. And if I'm being totally honest and critical of the world's second richest person, which seems absurd, but I feel like he has lost his motivation and his urgency, his obsession with creating a better product, with creating a better service, with focusing on all of the little tiny details and squeezing all the juice out of every berry. I feel like now he is in his feelings that the world doesn't really love him and he has a deep need to be liked and loved. And Elon now being loved and praised, not just as a business person who's successful, but changing the world in a positive way, impacting climate change, making that a priority, while Amazon is treating its workers like shit and having a negative environmental impact, that's the public perception of Amazon to a lot of people. So I think that his desire to be loved is at the crux of all of this. That's the $10 billion that he donated towards the Earth Fund. That's him. The only reason he sells Amazon stock is to fun blue origin and chase Elon into space. But you guys know what it is. Human beings just don't fuck with Jeff Bezos like they do Elon Musk, period. We don't think they're the same. 
So the dollars don't count as the scoreboard anymore for them. It's ego. It's just like top uh, basketball players or football players. They have so much money. They don't need to fight over a little extra to become the top paid guy. It's ego that they thrive on. And Jeff's ego has, in my opinion, been distracted or taken away from building Amazon. Because for 15 or 20 years, Jeff's ego is what drove Amazon higher. Like it still is with Tesla. But that fire has burnt out. And if you've got 200 bill, are you trying to be, you know, dragged in front of Congress and have them go through all of your shit? No, you're not. You're trying to just relax a little bit more. And I think he's trying to relax a little bit more as he gets older. That's good for him, but that's not good for the head of Amazon. And now Amazon has a guy at the top that has a ton to prove. And that vacancy opens up. I mean, he was the CEO of AWS inside the company. Now there's going to be a new CEO of AWS. There's going to be new operational heads at all these different divisions and fresh blood. That's good for business. That's good for business. That's what you want. This is a controlled transfer of power. And I think they did it as perfectly as you possibly can do it. The only other business handoffs that are relevant in modern history, I mean, there's just not a lot of companies that are this size that have a change of power at the top. And the obvious ones are when Tim Cook became the CEO after Steve Jobs at Apple, and he was an executor. He was a logistics guy. He was a manufacturing guru. He was That was what he did forever. He wasn't uh, an innovator. He was a person that was put there to execute and to keep making the vision push forward. But the vision was already there. The vision was provided by Steve. Then it became Tim's job to manage it. He's managed it for so long that the execution has gotten great and the margins have gotten great, but the product, I mean, the product hasn't innovated at the pace that it needed to innovate at with having, again, $200, $250 billion of cash on their books. Apple should have been way more aggressive with their R&D, in my opinion. So you have Tim Cook take over after Steve Jobs, and he's done a great job managing that business. It was already a mature business. Jeff is now handing this off to Andy Jassy, And the other parallel with that, with Jassy being the AWS cloud guy, when Microsoft shifted from Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer and they pivoted towards their new CEO, they didn't get an outsider. They hired Satya Nadella, who was the head of Microsoft Azure, which is their cloud, which competes with AWS. And they made him the CEO. And he's doubled a billion-dollar company into a $2 billion company. It's way easier to take a company from 100 mil to a bill. If you're going from 100 million to 1,000 million, that's way easier than going from 1,000 billion to 2,000 billion. I mean, Apple has days where they're adding $100 billion to their market cap with a really small percentage. So to move the needle incrementally with these law of large numbers companies is just enormous. And there's really only a couple of companies that have ever done it ever. So Apple is one of them. Microsoft is another. So is Amazon. Google has done the same thing with their CEOs handing off 
And the next one is going to be Facebook with Mark getting out of there because it's the same thing with all of these guys. They don't want to go to Congress anymore. Why wouldn't you structure a wall like the mafia that gives you another layer of insulation from all of the heat that you're going to get? Did all these guys just miss Goodfellas and all the crime movies of the 80s and 90s? I mean, organizational power at the top. There needs to be another layer between these super powerful, wealthy founders and their companies because they put their companies at risk. Jeff Bezos going in front of Congress and and being not great like he was last time is a huge business risk to the entire company. It's bad for shareholders. Andy will be better at that. That's what he will be better at. That's one thing he will be better at. So looking at the big picture, I think the motivation of the founders is really important because if they lose their motivation, then the entire company can change its trajectory. And if coronavirus taught people anything, it's that change is an opportunity for growth if you look at it from the right perspective. So what's going to happen with this shakeup? They're going to manage all of the tidal waves of bad PR and and press because Here's the other thing with Amazon. If they don't clean up their act with leading on minimum wage, treating their employees the right way, making sure that they're not getting hurt on the job because there's a lot of on-site accidents with Amazon, uh, minimizing their environmental impact, making sure that their board and their hiring is all diverse and you know legit. Andy's been on the job for one or two days since announced. I mean, he's not even in the job fully yet. They've already announced that every single Amazon employee has to take a 90-minute diversity training class. If Amazon isn't careful, they will get caught up into the ESG wave. If they get labeled as a bad company, as either bad for the environment or bad for humanity or bad for people or whatever it might be, and pension funds can no longer buy Amazon, that's a huge risk that all these tech companies like Facebook and Google they're doing the same thing because what's happening with data and with discourse and with all of this stuff, society is, is starting to look at big tech and, and really be pretty angry in a lot of ways. So I think managing that social anger is one thing that Andy Jassy will excel at versus Jeff Bezos, who has now become a meme of the richest guy in the world makes this much per minute while his employees get this. That's way more minimized between Andy Jassy and the new image that they're going to build. So what's next for Amazon? I actually think this is potentially a huge inflection point for the company and a catalyst hire. It's currently the number one position in the money school portfolio and the number one company that I have the most overall belief in. It's growing. It has operational efficiency. Their capacity to grow into new areas continues to be virtually unmatched. And I think this shakeup of the people around, Jeff isn't going anywhere, his money isn't going anywhere, but it's going to be a more focused group that will push the needle further. And the the stock split is a huge catalyst. It doesn't necessarily make rational sense because there's no value created, but just like Tesla, the same thing will happen with you know, irrational exuberance or whatever it might be where people pour into Amazon when they announce the split. So I want to own the stock before that split gets announced. And I'll, I'll own it all the way through. 
But until then, I think that those rumors continue to bubble up and they'll get more intense. I think that's your short-term catalyst. And then as they get a couple quarters in with Andy Jassy at the helm and they establish that they're still kicking ass, I think that this is a $4,000, $4,500 stock. I think they're going to split it probably. If I had to guess, I'll go on record. I think they're going to split it uh, 40 to 1 and it will be at $4,000, something like that. Um, they might go 30 to 1 at $4,000. So I think there's going to be an enormous split happening. I think it's going to make it more accessible. I mean, whether you have fractional shares or not, fractional shares don't give you voting power and they don't give you full exposure. You can't write options against your positions. You want to be able to own full shares. So it would be in their best interest to get their share price down to, you know, 100, 150. That's, that's where Amazon should be trading. So I think a big split is coming. And in the meantime, they're going to keep building the web services. And they're, they're, the web services is going to grow and be the growth vector. And then all of the other segments of the, the business are going to be about efficiency and getting the operational efficiency of the last mile delivery and all the other logistical things that they're figuring out, mostly in North America, and then they'll export that to the rest of the world. I think they're going to be, by far and away, the, they're going to be a hybrid of all of the retail stores you've ever been to and UPS and FedEx together combined with Google. There's just so many interesting spaces that they touch and they do it in a way for a company that's this huge, they do it in a way that's actually very lean. So machine learning, AI, big data, all of the trends, the consumer, the weak dollar, low interest rates, all of those things fuel Amazon to the upside. So putting a bow on this, I am long Amazon. I own it in other accounts. I own it in the money school. The money school's biggest position right now is Amazon, both stock and options. Um, going to be... Uh, April, May options for the next little bit. We want to be a little bit further out than normal. We don't want to get even to 30, 35 days um, holding these. Let's give ourselves more time. Let's let the story grow. But I have a lot of confidence in the moves that they've made, the way that they've handed things off. And it's just a matter of time before more and more people hear Andy Jassy talk. And when they do, they'll have a lot of confidence. So Staying long Amazon, that's enough for today. Um, happy investing. I hope you guys are making money. I know it's been a crazy week. Stay with it. Don't give up. Put more money in your account. Buy good stocks. Growing revenues, 25 30% plus. There's a lot of great companies that are growing their revenues. They aren't dying. They're not memes. They're real companies. Stay focused on what's really growing and what has strong leadership. If you continue to do that, you'll always be in great shape. Happy investing. Have a great rest of your week and weekend.